Welcome to Bridge of Theories, ladies and gentlemen. Bridge of Theories. This is our third Bridge of Theories episode. Yes. Congrats to us. Us. <laughs> uh, we're excited for this one because uh, we've been looking at Lord of the Rings lately and we had a fan question to talk about on this episode. We're excited to get into it. Yes, we are. Um, so the question comes, and it is, did Gandalf give himself up in the minds of Moria because he knew that if he died, he would come back as Gandalf the White and stronger than before? And if so, why did he let himself fall? Or did? Or he if not, him? like, did, basically, did yeah. he let himself Did he fall? let himself fall? Or really, why? Because it's kind of... What? Assumed that he could have saved himself, pulled himself so up. So let's, I did dig into it a little bit. Um, and I don't think, I don't know if it's a definitive in terms of like a definitive Tolkien answer. Mm -hmm. um, so let's just talk about what our thoughts are. And then I'll talk maybe a little bit about what I read about it. And what do you think? Well, so I don't think he let himself fall in the sense that I don't think he was thinking, well, I'll just come back as Gandalf the White, mm -hmm. you know, this, I have this, this in my back pocket or I think he, especially in the context of the movies, he knew that he couldn't hold on for much longer, even if he kept trying to get up and, and he knew like he just shattered the bridge. Mm -hmm. So it, clearly it was unstable because the Belrog, fell through it. Mm -hmm. So if someone ran out to try and help him on, on the bridge, um, then it might fall, you know, mm -hmm. plus you've got the orcs shooting arrows at them. You can actually see in that scene, like arrows hitting near their feet, mm -hmm. going over their heads, over their shoulders. So any one of them could have gotten hit by arrows, arrows. So Gandalf kind of, I think had made his decision before he stepped on that bridge. I think he made the decision I'm going to take this Balrog out or I'm going to die trying. And so I think in the moment that he dropped the Balrog, he was thinking, okay, that's done with. But whenever the moment came that he got the whip wrapped, the Balrog's whip wrapped around and pulled him down. I think he, at that moment knew, oh, well, I've already made up my, my mind about this. You know, I knew this might happen. Yeah. Uh, there's more, I, I, I'm more, I could say, what do you think? I mean, thinking on it, yeah, I mean, that makes sense that he, it makes sense that he didn't just go in there like, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going to purposely fall because I know whatever. Mm -hmm. But a question that I have is, is how, how Gandalf being more than just a wizard mm. in the, in the Lord, mythos of Lord of the Rings, did he know if he died, he would come back? Or is this a, he was just willing to sacrifice himself and to die in the situation because right. it's just, it needed to be done. So here's an interesting thing about that question that was really cool to re to read about. Okay. Hit so, me. So not hard, but hit so me. just like as quick as I can do mythology stuff. Okay. For Lord of the Rings or middle earth. All right. So you have, you have, if you had tears of power mm -hmm. of beings of, of power, you have Eru Iluvatar. He's the creator. Mm-hmm. Not a nauseam, gotcha. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> then he created Valar and Maiar. Valar are like 
the highest tier below him. And they're like, those are equals? They're not equals. No, no, no. Valar and Maiar. So it's Valar, then Maiar? Oh, oh Valar, yeah, Maiar Valar and Maiar. That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. Valar are definitely over Maiar in okay. power level. Okay. Yes. Maiar are extremely powerful, but they're not as... Valar... So it goes like the... the I can't remember the name, but the crater. And then Eru, Valar. Valar. Maiar. Maiar. Okay. In terms of like this, the, these the, beings of, of like raw power. So... so when those beings go into the world that Eru Iluvatar created, the Valar become like the gods of that world. Mm. So they're they're and then the Maiar are, are like lesser and they serve those those gods. They mm. ultimately all serve Eru mm-hmm. Iluvatar. But um so that's what Gandalf is. A Maiar? That's oh, what okay. all the wizards are. That's okay. what the Balrog is. Really? That's what Sauron is. Sauron's also so. A this is so. Like within Lord of the Rings is a cosmic thing happening too. So, like Balrogs are corrupted. They they they're they're Maiar that joined the forces of darkness and were corrupted by a Valar that became corrupted. Morgoth. Sauron joined him, and so. So so I'm saying all this to say, when Gandalf died. Normally, when someone you, you die, an elf dies or whatever, they go to their spirit goes to the west mm-hmm. into the undying lands. Mm-hmm. When a Maiar dies, they're basically like they go back to the creator. So when Gandalf died, he wasn't sent back by the Valar. He was sent back by Eru Luvatar. Oh, so he so was like, just like so. He, so my and I'm saying that to say he did not know that would happen. He knew he would go back to Eru Luvatar. Oh, so he didn't know that he so he, he didn't he know knew, he'd be sent back. So he understood enough to like if I die I'm going to be I'm going to go back to right. my creator my creator basically. Right. But he didn't know that he was going to be sent back. Exactly. He did yeah, he didn't know he would still have a part to play. He he huh. was basically staking, he was basically saying cuz there were, you know, you have Sauron, and then you have these other th- remnants of older evil that are out there. You had Smog, the dragon, mm-hmm. left over. What's Smog? Do we know? He's just a dragon. Oh. Dragons were bred by Morgoth. I don't know where, how, but Morgoth created. And Morgoth is a Valar? He's a Valar, yeah. And so he's like a, a god, like a little G god. Yeah. And then what's the big G god's name? Eru, Eru, Iluvatar. They're just Eru for short. Um, but he, um, so, so like Smog was, Smog was this, this, this big piece on the table that Gandalf's like, I know Sauron's still out there. If something ever happens and Sauron comes back, I don't want Smog to be on the table. So he goes and gets Thorin and encourages them to go on this quest to take that piece off the table. Then he gets into Moria and he knows the Balrog's in there. He doesn't know if he's going to have to face it or not, but he knows if he does face it, that's a big enough piece that that it's worth taking that piece off the table, even if it takes him out of the fight. So he has to basically trust. He was sent there by the creator to be a, 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 a help, basically like an ambassador from the creator mm-hmm. to help them. But he has to basically entrust himself to say, I know that 
this is why I was sent. And I'm the only wizard left that's actually doing what they were sent to do. But I have to trust that if I, t- if I take myself out by taking this Balrog out, that, you know, Eru's going to somehow come through for them. So, a few things. First of all, so it really seems like that's, that whole scene was really just a really big act of faith on Gandalf's part. Yeah. Trusting in his creator. Interesting. The other thing is, I was that you kind of just answered a question that I, that I mentioned the, the the main podcast. I was I had a question I would ask you, and it had to deal with the Hobbit and that whole situation of going to the Lonely Mountain or the Misty Mountain, whatever it's called. Um, like, why why did that even happen? Mm-hmm. Like, why did Gandalf? Like, I, basically, my question was just like, did, what else was in play, and did Gandalf know that the ring was going to be found when they did when he went on that trip, or is that just a Gandalf didn't know that was a surprise, but yeah. he had that. So his reason what to go was he basically was just like Smog is a big threat, and I wanted we we need to get rid of him in case Sauron or yeah, Sauron comes back or more. It, it, or yeah, it all comes back to Gandalf. It all all comes back to Gandalf recognizing that Sauron's still out there. There's still this enemy that has to be dealt with, and he had just having the foresight to know if there's a dwarf if there's a king under the mountain and instead of a dragon that's going to be better tactically hmm. in the long run and it turns out to be very important tactically um to get even deeper into it is gandalf literally says at the end of the return return of the king i don't know if it's actually in the the direct return of the king book or if it's in the appendix Mm because in the appendix there's some other stuff and there's some other conversations and gandalf says if if thorin and bilbo and the dwarves hadn't set out on this quest to reclaim their homeland we might finish fighting um sauron at the black gate only to have to turn north and go to fight the armies that they were fighting. Because there were armies in the... There's that game. They made that Lord of the Rings game called War in the North. Yeah. That was made from that premise of... There's that there were other fi- battles that were being fought away from Gondor up in the north where where Erebor was and where um, the descendants of Bard the Bowman were mm-hmm. ruling as well. Those people were fighting battles against enemies from the east um that were allied with sauron and if they hadn't been there fighting those battles then it would have been a it's been a whole it's like you had to have saruman you could have had saruman coming here you could have them coming here from the north you could have had sauron and that was obviously sauron's plan but because gandalf gathered up these 13 dwarves and sent them and he didn't know exactly what was going to happen he trusted just like he said to frodo there are many powers in this world than that of evil. Oh. That's an encouraging thought. And all we can do, it's not for us to decide what time we're alive in. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. So it seems, so really it seems like with Gandalf, a lot of, because a lot of times he almost seems like he knows, which he does to an extent, no more than, than, than your average, you know, hobbit. Yes. But it, sometimes it seems like he knows a lot, but it almost seems now like he just sincerely Trusted and had faith in the good powers of he. I think of uh, Middle Earth. He had, yeah, he had. Well, he certainly had, you know, faith in his creator, and that his creator, even if he couldn't, you couldn't see exactly how the creator was moving in the world. That there was a force of good that was that had a will for them to not fail. Um, and 
I think he also had faith in, you know, the people that he put in those situations that, you know, encouraged them in the right direction and maybe something good will come out of it. You know, here's another question real quick. But, so you said, so you have Morgoth and then Sauron is following Morgoth. Morgoth is a Valar. Sauron is a Maiar. They got rid of Sauron. Morgoth is still a thing. Well, Morgoth was chained in outer darkness. That's in the Silmarillion. Okay, we're going Kingdom Hearts now. What, what, okay, hold up. Why did we just get to Kingdom Hearts all of a sudden? I thought this was we were talking about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is Lord of the Rings. No. Um, yeah, no. Uh, Morgoth is like chained in in the void, basically. And so, the, so the events going on in the Lord of the Rings movie is like, Sauron is tied to Morgoth, but like he's kind of doing what he's doing under his own volition. Like he's not... Yeah. Right. He, he's, he's not actively being influenced by Morgoth. No. Okay. He's, he was corrupted. He had his own reasons for coming to Morgoth um, because of his views on order. He liked order. And he saw disorder when he saw freedom. Sounds like a, a lawful evil character. Yeah. And so he thought, you know, I can bring things more into order if I'm just in control of everything. You know, um, that's kind of a simplistic way, but I think that hmm. is also a bit pretty much essentially how he viewed things. But, but yeah, so another thing with the whole thing of Gandalf knowing if he like letting himself fall in the book, I I forgot about this in the book, when Gandalf gets pulled, he doesn't even, he doesn't hang on. He doesn't like pull himself up and say flight fools as he's falling. He's like vainly, he's like clutching for the rocks and he's kind of like fumbling. His fingers are fumbling. And as he's slipping, he says it. So it's like super fast. And then after he falls, the rest of the bridge collapses too. So the bridge was, you know, barely holding together. Gandalf barely was there for a second in the book, at least. And so he says, fly you fools as he's falling and As I, he was about to fly. Yeah. No, I'm going to go for a fly. Um, I, but I think, yeah, I think Gandalf ultimately, because he, Gandalf, if he, ha- Gandalf survived that fall. I mean, if he had the power to survive that fall, I think he could have absolutely gotten away from the Balrog. But he had made, he just made a decision. No, the, the Balrog's got to go. And, you know, died doing it. And he was sent back as with greater he's a Maiar, so he has this amazing power. Mm-hmm. But they're sent not to just be OP powerful just, beings. Yeah, yeah, just walking in and just saying, no, I'm just gonna be because there is all about a, a greater plan of, of of people being involved in. But he was given greater authority to use his power. He was given greater authority over his own order. You know, because he's able to um, overpower Sar- Saruman and and in and the Witch King to a certain extent. I think it's um, uh, it's not as obvious in the movie, but in the book, him and the Witch King are basically like equals. Um, so, so if if and this is getting away from our question a little bit, but now I'm just curious if both Sauron and Gandalf are both Maiar. Are they equal in power? Or were they at one point equal in power? I don't think so. I think we, there, there's not like another name for it, but I think there were like greater and lesser Maiar. And I think Sauron was a greater Maiar. Um, I think 
I think Gandalf and the Balrog are like equal power levels. But yeah, Sauron's definitely more powerful, but it wouldn't be a pretty fight, I think, if they're both fighting to the death, you know? And uh, this is like also sort of off topic, but like Maiar, can they change their form? So like the Balrog is like a Balrog, but he technically could be like a human. Or is it just like you kind of are so a specific Because, thing? so the Balrog kind of, the well, like the Balrogs, basically, they're corrupted to the point, they're corrupted into that form. So they're, oh, okay. they're basically, you know, they've given up their agency to be able to change their form or really, you know, they kind of sold their soul to the devil, basically. And so they're, they, they can't change appearances or whatever. And even, even, uh, I don't really, you know, as far as like Gandalf and the other wizards, I don't think they can because it's like if they came on, if they came under different circumstances, maybe they could. Like if they came just like, I'm a Meyer, I'm just coming over. Mm-hmm. Just coming to chill. Yeah. And <laughs> 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 I think that maybe they'd have more cool control. party trick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think because they came over as this, these five, the, the orders, order of wizards, that they specifically were like going to take this form. And live, so, live in that form. Now, if they die, they could come back in a different form. So like Gandalf did kind of come back in a different form. That's, that's true. Looking more like Sarma. Last question on this: Radagast the Brown is he yeah. also a Maiar? Is he part of that yeah. wizard order? Yeah. Okay, he totally is. And then there were two more. Something the blue. Two, two blue wizards. Two blue wizards. And they're not really mentioned, uh, at, mentioned all. at all, except that they went to the east. They didn't return. So that's people have theories about that. That. They got corrupted. People have theories that Saruman maybe did something to them. Interesting. Because Saruman, before he was even like on Sauron's side, he was already going kind of down a- Kind of sketchy. Kind of sketchy. Yeah. He was like- He was sketchy in The Hobbit. He's like, if I could find this one ring- Movie, at least. Yeah. He's like, if I could find this one ring, then I could probably, uh, you know, do some good in the world. You know, he wanted to find the ring first. And so he actually, just like in The Hobbit movie, he uh, opposed Gandalf- he like made light of Gandalf's concerns about the necromancer because he was like, well, if Sauron starts to come back, maybe the ring will show up and then I can get it. So that so was his initial plan. Here's another, well, here's another kind of like thought exercise, maybe or whatever. How powerful would Gandalf be if he had taken Gandalf the ring? ring? Yeah. And how, maybe this is a topic for another yeah. episode, but like the ring itself, how actually powerful is the ring? And like, what makes it so powerful? Because the ring has power over the other rings. Yeah, the ring, the re- the ring ha- is powerful, and because of what's how Sauron made it, Sauron pour, put a part of his power into it. That's why when he get the, got the ring cut off his hand, it kind of kind of broke him because you went him out of existence for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> because he, he had so tied his power to that ring. I don't know what the advantages of that were, except, but he, he was able to use the- So he made a whole crux. <laughs> original Horcrux, I'm telling you. Stick it around. Branching, uh, yeah, she, uh, stories. Yeah, bridging. Worlds. Worlds. Bridging. That's it. Bridging. I mean, that is the original, <laughs> that is the original Horcrux. I mean, literally, it's a, it, it was, he put a part of his soul into it, and if you kill it, you kill him. Hmm. Yeah, so, but as far as Gandalf getting it, how powerful would he be? Definitely more powerful than he is now, because- he he'd have his own internal power, and then he'd have the power that Sauron put into it. So, but it would corrupt him for sure. Yeah, 
it's yeah, that's it's just bleeding with with corruption. He'd become a he'd either become a servant of Sauron or he'd become a dark lord himself, basically. Hmm. Well, I hope your question was answered. <laughs> um, there was a lot of extra in there, but uh, I think it was answered pretty quickly, actually. And, but, <laughs> and, then, and then we talked about a lot of other things. But it all it was a good that, question, though. I really liked it. No, that was good. And, and please, people, uh, if you want whatever you want to hear, whatever questions, theories, what ifs, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, we could. I mean, I mean, we could definitely, if we wanted to, delve into that question about Gandalf and the ring, and or other characters if they took the ring what that would yeah those are like if we wanted to things yeah. like that theories literally just like anything yeah. um that you got one here it doesn't have to be a question that needs to be it doesn't need to, something that needs to be answered you could just want to hear our thoughts on a theory or on something you know let us know send us send us a, a dm or an email yep you can email bridge of two at gmail.com or dm us on instagram or twitter instagram is at bridge underscore of underscore two or is there not an at in front of Instagram? I think technically Instagram is, but it, it bridge underscore of underscore two spelled out. And then Twitter is at bridge of two. Thanks for listening. This is, uh, has been Bridge of Theories. Far, far away. Theories. Theories.